Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn, and welcome to the Saint Friends Podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today's Saint Friend is once again our original Saint Friend, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Today, just four days after the Church celebrates the birthday of the Mother of God, we also celebrate the Blessed Virgin Mary being given her name. Let's find out why that's so important on this special episode about the most holy name of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Names have meaning and significance. When we're talking to someone in the formal sense, we often will address them first by their name. The name identifies them and gives them dignity. When Christians pray to the Son of God, it isn't unusual for them to call out his name, Jesus. The same goes for his mother Mary, because of the power she holds as the mother of God and queen of heaven. When the Romans ruled Palestine, it was common for daughters to be given a name at birth or shortly afterwards. So, since the church celebrates the birthday of Mary on September 8th, it's within reason that her parents, our old friends St. Joachim and St. Anne, would have named her within the next few days. The name Mary in Hebrew is Miriam, and in Aramaic, the language spoken during Mary's lifetime, it would have been Miriam. Some argue that the name Mary comes from the root word merur, meaning bitterness. We first hear that used in the Bible in the Old Testament book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 20, when Naomi, after losing her husband and two sons, says, quote, Do not call me Naomi, meaning sweet, call me Mara, meaning bitter, for the Almighty has made my life very bitter, end quote. Based on the Merur meaning, early Christian writers used a number of titles for Mary, including Bitter Sea, Myrrh of the Sea, The Enlightened One, The Light Giver, and Star of the Sea. Obviously, only one of those stuck, Stella Maris, or Star of the Sea. St. Jerome made a case that Mary instead, or perhaps also, meant lady, considering the Aramaic meaning of Mar being Lord. The Council of Ephesus in 431 taught that Mary was properly called the Mother of God, the God-bearer, or Theotokos. By the 6th century, the greeting of Mary by the angel found in the first chapter of Luke's Gospel, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you, was being commonly used in prayer. By the 14th century, the second part of the Hail Mary prayer was also added. St. Isidore of Seville says, quote, Mary means enlightener because she brought forth the light of the world. In the Syriac tongue, Mary signifies lady, end quote. St. Bernard Mary, favored star of the sea. St. Elred Mary tells us that, quote, a certain star has risen for us today, Our Lady, St. Mary. Her name means star of the sea, no doubt the star of this sea, which is the world. Therefore, we ought to lift up our eyes to this star that has appeared on earth today in order that she may lead us, in order that she may enlighten us, in order that she may show us these steps so that we shall know them, in order that she may help us so that we may be able to ascend. And therefore, it is a beautiful thing that Mary is placed in this stairway of which we're speaking, there where we must begin to climb. End quote. In our previous episode about Mary, Star of the Sea, we spoke about her aid to the Holy League during the Battle of Lepanto in 1571. 
Just over a century later, on September 12th of 1683, the Battle of Vienna took place. The Christian forces of the Holy Roman Empire and the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth, under the command of Poland's king, Jan III Sobieski, defeated the significantly larger Ottoman Empire's forces. Before the battle, King Jan III had entrusted his soldiers to the Blessed Virgin Mary while visiting the shrine of Our Lady of Chestakova. Their victory was attributed to Mary, and in gratitude, the Blessed Pope Innocent XI added the Feast of the Holy Name of the Blessed Virgin Mary to the Universal Church's calendar in 1684, on the same date as the military victory, September 12th. In 1969, following the Second Vatican Council, the feast day was removed from the calendar because some thought it was just kind of another Marian feast day less than a week after the celebration of her birth. In 2002, Pope St. John Paul II restored the feast to the calendar along with the Feast of the Holy Name of Jesus on January 3rd. Thanks for hanging out again with me and our often recurring Saint Friend, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Reach out to us anytime by email at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at saintfriendspod. As always, you can find me and more Saint Friends at our website, saintfriends.com. As we wrap up, we once again ask for the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Kings and armies have called on her for protection and victory. Sinners have sought her help to overcome weakness. Saints have entrusted themselves to her, and popes have sung her praise. Church councils have taught about her role in salvation history as well. Everyone, including us, who calls on Mary for help, should have a sense of certainty that their prayers will be heard. So, we ask Mary that we find the humility to entrust ourselves to her and have confidence that her prayers for us will fill us with grace and mercy from her Son, Jesus. We say together, Blessed Virgin Mary, pray for us.